You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Bash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic, TBC Classic, and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob. Today we are joined by Mel, aka Melorita. Glad you made it back to us after disappearing last week. You're welcome. I'm here, <laughs> hopefully for the whole time. <laughs> it remains to be seen. We are also joined by. Ryan, a.k.a. Cognitive Pit, also known as Yip. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm feeling like there might be some favoritism. I've yet to be allowed to take a nap on the podcast. And <laughs> I can't help but feel like there might be some kind of favoritism going on here, but that's yep. okay. Yep, that was that was an interesting one. That's, that was a first for Warcraft Reloaded and a first for me in podcasting history. I don't think... Happy, happy to help. You know, we've lost connection with people, but someone falling asleep during, we must have been really, really boring, long right? Week. It was a really long week. <laughs> yep. I mean, you got to symp- sympathize, you know? I feel like it made it, it kind of just like sold home the what <laughs> Mel puts herself through to, to come on the podcast every week and do this <laughs> with us. She's, she's usually the one coming right home, <laughs> straight well, on to here, so... Everyone can appreciate her. And I know Bob asked me if we could start 30 minutes early today. And I looked at him and I was like, didn't I just ask if we could start later every week? <laughs> didn't we just have this conversation? Oh, uh, yeah. We had to go a little bit earlier because the guys at Dropping Spicy, uh, the Apex, Legend po- Apex Legends podcast on the MASH network is doing a, a community tournament tonight. And they're going to be doing that right after the show. So... Anybody tuning in live can check that out. But yeah, it was pretty funny with her with her falling asleep. She woke up at like eleven something at night, and I was playing Assassin's Creed on the Xbox, and she was like, "What are you doing up?" And she walked by, and then I come into the room. I'm like just smiling at her, and she's like, "What?" She's half asleep, and I'm like, "It was a pretty good podcast tonight, right?" She like gets silent. She like looks around, and then she like. You can see it on her face. She goes, oh, I fell asleep during the podcast, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I feel like Bob like sped that up by like an hour before I really like <laughs> actually understood what happened. But I just remember Bob starting a news piece and I had to go to the bathroom and I came back and I looked at my bed and I was like, I'm just going to like lay down just for a second. I'm just so tired. And then it was just like lights out. No, no coming back. <laughs> like, I think... I think I woke up and like my hat was on, my headphones were still in, and like I was so confused. I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> it was pretty funny. Pretty funny. Oh God. Oh, all right. Well, we have a good a good show coming to you tonight. We're gonna 
We're going to go over some emails. We had no new reviews, but then we're going to hit news. There's no TBC news, but there is season of mastery news. Oh, I missed it. We're going to do raid progression and what we've been doing prior to the news. And then if we have time, depending on, because we have to get off at a certain time for the dropping spicy Apex Legends tournament. So we're going to try to get the discussion and I'll just leave the discussion as a surprise just in case we don't get to it. So with that being said, I'd like to remind everybody we stream on Twitch live every Friday night, almost every Friday night, and that's at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Let's move into emails. Yeah, so we had a couple of emails, a couple we had to delay just because we were <laughs> reading so many of them, <laughs> uh, but we always appreciate your emails. Uh, the first one, quick question or just question slash advice from you guys. We're going to keep this potentially long story short. Edit. I failed, yet I'm still going to read it all. <laughs> Me and my wife joined a guild a few months ago and only recently started running one of the times the guild runs Kara Weekly. All has gone well. I am a bear tank. Thanks, yep. <laughs> Runs are smooth and everyone has a good time. Well, we recently joined in on a Grohl Mag raid group since it was scheduled in the guild discord and we didn't have to pray uh, we logged in at the right time to find a pug group in the LFG channel, which, yeah, I can imagine is mm. is tough. Much easier to join a, a sanctioned run. I've never had a problem in any pug groups for raids in TBC so far. Probably just lucky. I cannot commit as much time as I'd like to, so I stick to running the last phase raids. No SSC or TK for me until phase three. Well, I was kind of well, <laughs> I was kind of approached by an officer of the guild after raid as I signed up as a tank for Girl Mag and we had like six plus tanks and several of them were part of the main progression team. So they kept uh, they kept them and told me to cat. Totally fine. Only apparently I needed to be fully DPS geared in order to keep coming to Girl Mag since my numbers were so low, which of course I don't have time to gear four full sets for all Druid specs, hence just keeping the older, easier raids and having a bear set and a healer set, but preferably playing bear. This is super frustrating. At first, I know I'm a pretty good tank, uh, and that is my primary spec. So I would imagine if I'm asked to cat, my, uh, to cat, my DPS shouldn't matter much. Second, like, it's Grohl Mag. <laughs> I was clearing this every other week or so with random pug groups, and have only wiped maybe once or twice on either. I enjoy several people in the guild, and the raids are quite organized. And in a first-come, first-serve sign-up on Discord, uh, and that is really convenient. I guess my main question, should I potentially look for a new guild or will this be a consistent or will this just be a consistent issue? I don't need a hardcore guild, but also enjoy being able to clear things without a ton of wipes. Thoughts on this matter. So here's the gist. If you couldn't <laughs> keep up with my droning. No. <laughs> um, the, the gist here is that there's too many tanks in this guild, which unfortunately... Is just How many the... tanks do you need for Girl Mag? I thought we used three, three. right? Use yeah, three. it's a product of Kara is the problem. It's a product of Kara, and that's the problem. <laughs> a lot of people, the, there's a lot of tanks that got made ready to tank. And like we had this, we had the same thing. One of the people who consistently tanked our Kara, we knew ahead of time was one of our resto druids. We just mm -hmm. geared him feral for the first phase while he picked up resto gear. And now he's just full resto, resto that we just do 25 mans. And then one of our poor warrior tanks, yeah, had to re like, like shaman. just rerolled shaman healer just just to get into the twenty five man. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people don't want to talk about this, but uh, 
Tanking is actually probably one of the harder things to get into a guild for because you don't need many. And if you have yeah. an established guild, then you already have tanks. Like you can't really have a guild without tanks. <laughs> you can pug right. anything else or bring in people who are flip flopping. But for a solid guild to be consistent, you would need like two consistent tanks. So it's always kind of like an uphill battle. Um, honestly, if you really want to tank, you're <laughs> I don't want to say you should pug. It's tough because you only want to do the last tier of content. Um, the thing with tanks right. is people want to gear up people to tank who are then going to use that gear to then like progress them further. So in, I don't think, I think like everyone is kind of in the right here, right? Our guild would probably approach the situation similarly. A lot of our tanks had to reroll. And I mean, our feral, even just this week had to cat on more pulls than we normally do because we run a prop warrior, a prop paladin and a bear druid. Well, the prop paladin can't do anything when he's not <laughs> tanking. So it just makes more sense for the bear to go cat and do DPS. Now, whether I think the point of contention here is whether or not you need to be doing well in cat form in your current guild. That is the only place that I think that your guild is letting you down, that you're someone who isn't playing at the highest level, which is OK. You want to be a tank, but they're making you cat and then telling you you're not doing cat good enough. But that's coming from them. Uh, so that's kind of ridiculous. I'd be pretty upset about that personally. It might be that finding a new guild is best if they're not going to be okay with you doing poor DPS. But honestly, if you want to tank, it sounds like you probably need a different guild anyway. Whether you're going to pug them, you probably have a better chance pugging uh, and tanking. But if you really want to tank, a guild with six tanks is not the place you're going to be able to get any tank time in. And I, I, I'll add on to that with even our like, like main tank, you know, you know, Druid has a full DPS set, and it's just something you should be getting the gear that the 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 rogues don't need, you know, or the DPS melee don't need. And there's not a ton of melee in raids, so you should be able to get that gear fairly easy. Another thing you might look into is the feral rotation isn't isn't as straightforward as like some some might might think like there's a lot that goes into it with different bleeds and stuff i i don't know it but i've been told by many actual feral dps that it's more intricate than you would think it's it's difficult because you have like manage management and your power shifting is like the biggest problem is that it's it was a learning curve for me because at first when i first started playing feral i didn't i didn't understand how they worked I, I tried to kill stuff while I was questing on my boosted druid, and I was like, are druids just awful? I'm so confused. I bought all this of the bandit gear. What am I doing wrong? And then it, it was once I finally understood why power shifting is insane, you obviously need to have the wolf's head helmet. Um, I, I'm assuming you have that. If you don't, then you just will never DPS well. Uh, and then you need to have the, the furrer... Uh, talent and both of those give you energy when you shift into cat form so what cats mm. do is you spend all your energy like a rogue you shift and you have a full bar of energy again to keep dpsing now if there's a wisdom on the boss you know shifting takes mana but a wisdom on the boss means you'll actually have a decent amount of mana the whole time to keep doing this consistently throughout a fight so a longer fight like mag uh, you're not just going to be like oom in, in a minute um i think that gear is important but likely if you worked on your rotation as a cat, you'd probably be able to perform to the level that they want. 
Um, but at the same time, you don't want to be a cat. So is that right. does that really solve yeah. the problem at the end of the day? Bears are kind of expected to cat, uh, but because you're doing the last tier of content, it, I don't think that's like a major expectation. I don't think it's something that needs to be required of you. Uh, and if you need to find a better place to tank, I mean, honestly, no one who has left this guild uh, of my guild that like no one who left just looking for a better place to play. I've I've never like no one holds a grudge against people like that. You want to be a tank yeah. and like I know you like several people in the guild. That's great. They can still be your friends and no one's going to blame you if you just need to find a better place that you're going to have fun. Uh, there's really no point in not doing what you want to do when it's it's just a game at the end of the day. You should find yeah. a place that you can do what you want to do. But if you're only doing last year content, honestly, I, I know you don't have a lot of time, but organizing your own like pug discord could be a good way to do it where that way you're the one who's the consistent person. If you want to tank, being that leader position is the best way to kind of get into that role. If you're the guy who main tanks because you're the one who set it up, you can always be that main tank, and there's nothing anyone can say. It is a lot more work, though. There's yeah. also an opportunity here, right, where I think you guys are overlooking because he only wants to do the last tier content. Most of our tanks, at least, are geared through the last tier's content, right? And so I think getting into another you know, guild that's doing well, that has some people that still want to do the last tier content or new players coming up that want that last tier content, but don't have tanks that want to do that last tier content. I think there is an opportunity there where you could find a guild that you could say, hey, I just want to do the last tier content. I don't expect to be in your main raids. And they could say, that's amazing. We've got a bear druid tank who wants to help or other people who want to do the last tier content. Um, continue to do that. So I do think that if your guild doesn't have that or doesn't want to allow you to be that and still come to Gruel Mag as a, you know, tank cat, then I do think there's opportunities out there. Yeah, I guess the big question is like, why is your guild taking Gruel Mag so seriously? Like if someone else right. came in who was in my guild and was like, I really want to tank Gruel Mag, I'd be like, please, Hallelujah. get me. Yeah, like, Hallelujah. I would love to leave Raid early and not go to Girl Mag. Who needs anything other than, the, like, the few who need, like, DST? Your main right. progression Raiders should not need gear. If they're tanks, they should really not be needing gear from these bosses. So the right. fact that they are, like, unwilling to kind of slot you in is something that I think a lot of other guilds would be willing to do. Like our mm -hmm. shaman who re-rolled, he brings his warrior to Grohl Mag now. He doesn't need anything on his shaman. And if like your guild's unwilling to do that, I don't know. We we go in with 18 sometimes and do these two raids. <laughs> um, I feel like they should allow a, a cat that doesn't do a lot of DPS <laughs> or a tank who maybe isn't your best geared tank should be able to get some experience in there. It's better for the guild if they're like training you up as a backup almost, you know, right. so if they're losing that opportunity, that's like on them as well. Yep. And like, I just go on my main, even though I haven't needed anything for a long time, I could go on blaze and Bob, but I'm not going to take DST from a main Raider. You know what I mean? I'm just not going to do it. So why not just bring the big DPS instead of bringing the, you know, respecting re my PvP character. But if some zero gear warlock was like, I want to go, we would be like, Bob, go play Assassin's Creed. Go, yep. <laughs> right? yep. go watch YouTube. We'll bring this guy in. Or just take gear. one of the six empty spots that we have. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're taking <laughs> like an empty spot. We, it really doesn't matter. So 
Yeah, the, the uniqueness is that you want to do the last year of content, and you should be able to find a place that makes you happier than, than you are now. Um, yeah. And hopefully, this was a couple of weeks ago you mailed in. I'd love to hear an update at some point if you do make a change, and we'll, we'll see where you end up. But thank you for your email and your question. I'm sure, especially as guilds are kind of breaking apart and coming together over this, like, tumultuous TBC, it, like, I'm sure there's a lot over of Over these uncertain times. Yeah, over these uncertain times of, <laughs> of guilds. Um, I'm sure that there is like a lot of opportunity to to move somewhere that you'd be happy. Shout out to you guys. Five stars. You all rock and make an absolutely fantastic show. Keep it up. Looking forward to hearing about your KT progression for the Horde uh, server <laughs> Atiesh. Uh, thank you so much for that first email. Well, we have one more email. <laughs> uh, this one is more up my alley and something I can understand. I, th I, th I thought so. Wow, Iron Man RuneScape style. Hello, my name is John, and I already kind of do an Iron Man for WoW that's RuneScape-esque with a personal server that I run for myself. You can edit the .conf file, which is just a fancy .ini file of Avi, of course, uh, to be able to learn all of the professions. You would still just have to do all the grinding to level them up. There are server mods using scripts that let you have a classless system, including changing racials and drop items on death that despawn after a certain amount of time. Since it's your own local server, you'll be playing alone and the age will be empty, so that part's taken care of. The only thing you don't have is the hardcore status like in RuneScape. But by RuneScape rules, every hardcore Iron Man is just an Iron Man that hasn't died yet. On death, you just revert back to regular Iron Man. Love the podcast. It's the first WoW podcast that I've listened to and enjoyed since the legendary thread uh, back in the day. Keep up the good work. Uh, so the question, with this interesting Iron Man uh, style that you have going on, I think that's really cool. So it sounds like they're taking some of these. We talked before about some of these private servers that are doing like classless systems or like really wacky things. It sounds really similar to that, but they're playing alone because they want to play an Iron Man. So why not just host your own personal server? My only stipulation, and maybe this is like because of my own vanity, but part of being an Iron Man or being a hardcore Iron Man where you haven't died is like the prestige of walking around and showing it off to everyone else. The fact <laughs> that you're in an environment yeah. with, like I know you're playing solo is fun, but without letting other people know you're playing solo, then like what's the point? There's there's a um there's a meme in the RuneScape community called, uh, it's like, I'm an Iron Man, by the way, where like they, they're the kind of people who will always tell you that they, I'm an Iron Man. Like, I, I, I got all this stuff on my own. <laughs> so it's kind of like that, where like you want everyone to know what you did because you're sort of like showing off. I think for the play style, that sounds really fun, but it's missing that for me. Um, but that sounds really awesome. I like all these sort of like, really out there like let's break down wow and rebuild it <laughs> uh, these systems seem fun definitely definitely and uh yeah i think like i i would want that too but yeah everybody's like it's just like me who you know was in star wars galaxies and be like you know i'm a jedi right yeah it's like you that's know? a yeah and it's like as much as i meme on bob i'd be doing the same thing it's like that's the you have this like prestigious like Thing that you want to share with other people and i mean i think that's a big reason why like in runescape you can tell if they're iron man right away when they talk you can tell if they haven't died yet all these things are like visual for other people to see 
Yeah, I guess it yep. just depends what what you're looking for, right? Maybe they just want to stream and show off this part of the game, or maybe mm-hmm. they just want to play it by themselves, and that's enough for them. Like I said, I'm super vain. That's like a really <laughs> important part. Like I when I if I play like a single player game, I almost feel guilty because I'm not making any like progress that anyone else would care about. I have trouble just like having fun on my own because I'm like, <laughs> there's no stakes here. I'm just I'm just wasting. I don't want to say wasting time because that means I'm, I'm projecting onto you. That's like my internalized. Like I feel that way sometimes. So if I can't at least show off to other people, <laughs> I, I, I worry. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even in like single player games, like, you know, you can look at my profile, like friends can and see that, you know, all the achievements that I've done in different games and stuff, but still I play single player games for different reasons than I play. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I would enjoy World of Warcraft single player, but I've never tried it, so I can't know for sure. But I just assume that I wouldn't because the beauty of it for me is the other people. That's why I always try to go to, like, the most populated servers. That's why I'm a little scared with our server at the moment. I remember in um, actual TBC, uh, I believe that's when the Elder Scrolls Oblivion came out, or at least that's when I was playing it the most. And... uh I'm I'm pretty sure it's TBC. I put in like hundreds of hours into Oblivion. That game was incredible. And when I was done with it, I remember feeling like, why didn't I put all that time into WoW? Like I have nothing to show for all that time I just put into Oblivion. I start playing WoW again and I'm like, I could be rich right now if I just did <laughs> daily quests for that amount of time. But could you dupe in WoW nope. like you could dupe in Oblivion? Like oh, you could yeah. break the Xbox in Oblivion by just duping like a thousand things. Yeah. So it's like I had an amazing time playing Oblivion, but then something in my brain, I'm just like, ah, I didn't. There's like nothing. There's no like physical. I, I want my little badge I get to show off. <laughs> All right. Well, what have you guys been doing in WoW lately? Well, <laughs> I have not been doing arena. I gave up on arena, but I did. I raided and then we did spend a little bit of time on our new characters. I made a hunter. Which is funny. Um, But I have this cute little cat right now. So that's the fun. best was she first went out and she's like, Bob, I'm doing auto shoot. It's not doing anything. And she I came okay. in there. She pulled up her character profile. And I was like. Well, you need ammo. She goes, I have ammo. I was like, well, you need to put it in the ammo spot. That, that's just stupid. Profile. Oh, no. You know what? I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i be honest. <laughs> that The first time I had to shoot something on my warrior, I was like, I had the ammo. I was like, oh, you need to put it in the paper doll slot. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? I got to put it in the what in the what. It's, right? I get it. I'm with yeah. you now. Thank you. I was like, I've got it in my bag. Like, that's where it should be. I should be able to shoot. Let's see. I totally thought she was just in the dead the dead zone where she can't shoot. I was like, you're probably in the dead zone. I come in there, and she's like way far away. And I'm like, well, maybe you're not close enough. And she gets closer. I'm like, okay, well, you should be able to shoot right now. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> no, his first doll. question was, do you have a ranged weapon equipped? And I'm like, okay, I'm not that dumb. Starting from the basics. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you made a hunter? Have you tried turning it off and then back on? <laughs> Are you on your priest? <laughs> right? Okay. Oh, my God. But yeah, yeah, so so I learned how to shoot. And then I was like, oh, this is super easy. And yeah. then I realized, so I was working up skinning and herbalism just to have gathering professions as I work up. Mm-hmm. And then I'll probably change it when I get up there. But 
I was trying to do skinning and I realized that if my cat killed things that I couldn't skin them, that was very depressing. I thought I was just oh. going to get to go out there and put my cat on aggressive. Yeah, you have to hit it at least once or something in yeah. order to. I know, but they it. were like level six mobs. Like I hit yeah. it once and it's dead. So yeah. like, it's fine. But like, I was like, skinning's not working, and and I forgot to get a skinning knife at first. It's fine. It was it was a learning experience. You're trying Lots to barehand it. <laughs> Horror, truly horrifying now. It was. It didn't work. It's fine. But yeah, I got. I mean, she just has really sharp nails, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I got both up to 75. I only played for like an hour. And then, yeah. That's all. Your professions. For a second, I was like, yeah, both the 75. It only goes <laughs> yeah. up to 70 right now. <laughs> I'm really quick. Yeah. I got the extra, extra boost. Uh, for me, I've been. I've been working on the professions for the rogue. I'm doing mining and jewel crafting. And it cracked me up with mining because I pulled up a guide because I was like, well, I wonder if they changed it to where you could smelt more and don't have to go out and actually tap nodes as um, much here in TBC. And I pull it up. And in TBC, you can go from zero to 290 without leaving the forge. You can just... You could just smelt everything right up to 290. So I, of course, went and bought all the ore that I that I needed, and I sat there watching one episode of, of Squid Game and went to 290. It was hilarious. Yeah, I, did that, I did that, I think, in pre-patch, maybe right after TVC. And not only can you get up to 290, I made money smelting and doing it. <laughs> I was like, this is Same. insane. <laughs> well... Okay, so I haven't made money yet, but I'm going to have, l l like, leftover, and the bars are going for more than the ore is. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, like, I'm using bars to work up to to work up uh, jewel, jewel crafting, which actually has turned out to be a little bit more expensive than I anticipated. But I got jewel crafting up to, like, 180 at the moment, and it should be fairly easy with the stuff I have left to get up, so... So yeah, that's how I felt that. on my. That's how I felt on my druid. I got. I was like, I had a little extra money, and I was like, I'll get jewel crafting up. And as I kept going up, I was like, this is getting more expensive than I was like thinking it was gonna be. <laughs> and then I was like, wow. Yeah. I, I just eventually you just hit sunken cost. You're like, well, I gotta go all the way. Like I'm not gonna yep. stop it's like now. now. I need to get to my scratcher tickets, and yeah. I'm getting there. Like that's just all there is to it. But so done. I've done that. Been. Uh, been doing more uh, twos ar ar arena during the day with your twos partner, but on yeah. his uh, on his priest, and so that's been actually really good. The problem is, is he has no gear, so we're kind of waiting in that wait mode to where he could actually sur survive against an you know another person without me there. But like, it's actually been pretty good and i've been actually since i've been doing it during the day and pretty fresh in the morning like i've been actually able to actually hone some more skills get better at re reflecting using all of my my moves my buttons and so so that's been cool yeah when you play especially when you're playing with a healer you have to be so much better <laughs> i feel like uh, i was playing my druid with his uh, his priest as well i think and it was the first time I ever played my druid with a healer in twos. And I was, I just realized how garbage I am at druid. Like all of a sudden we're not just like having fun bursting people down. I have to like make plays and, 
and after the burst doesn't work, I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like walking whoa. around. I'm I'm cycloning. I'm like I'm trying to figure out what the heck to do. And I was like, I just got to go back to my warrior. I got no idea what I'm doing on this character. Oh, and yeah, and then yeah, that's basically been it. I, it's hilarious because I've got all my moves on my rogue put on my bars, and I'm like, I don't even know. Like I have. I need to use all these buttons on on my mouse. Like, what what do I do? Like, I literally, I I know I'm going to get more moves, like going up to seventy. But I'm sitting here thinking, man, like I just have no moves to like use. It's it's so bizarre, you know. And I played Rogue forever, and I guess I just didn't realize. I think there's a lot more to it in Wrath, and then, okay, but, you know, we'll just have to see. So here's one thing. So I use Dominoes. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to check the little box that says per character when I set all my keybinds on my <laughs> hunter. So I get onto my priest to raid. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Luckily, most of mine are through heal about like mouse over keybinds. So like it didn't affect anything other than me like mounting and like things like that. But like I kept trying to mount and it kept casting renew and i was like what is happening right now <laughs> i do this horrible thing on my mage i finally like gave in and i just like set all my keybinds to exclusively just the same buttons i push on my warrior so like i just always have i just like try to make the mo- most analogous like in my head like what which button is this like what is sheep most like on I a do warrior the same thing. oh my fear oh like it's like you, i'm doing all these different things to try to figure out what i need to yeah, I did the same thing like with my druid and my priest. Like renew was the same button as rejuve and like my bark skin was the same button as my shield on my priest cuz it's like, you know, like this is my oh shit button when I do mouse wheel up or this is my like innervate or my mana fiend. Like there are things but then like the hunter and the priest, no. Like there's yeah, very, nope. very different. Yeah, so I just reset bindings, but yeah, it was it was interesting. Well, I did something very interesting this weekend. So first off, we had a little Halloween party, a little Varg flock and mm. Halloween party. We played Pictionary with spooky words like ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. And then we played Overwatch, and that was our Halloween party. And there I was go. still feeling like that. That wasn't that that wasn't spooky enough, you know, and it's Sunday the next day. We did that on Saturday night. It's Sunday and it's Halloween time. I'm not doing anything. I, I don't even know. Like not that many kids even came out. If I felt like around my area, this was kind of a depressing Halloween. But I see someone Same. spamming in trade chat. End games having their Halloween party and there's going to be games and prizes. And I was sitting all like grumpy in a basement being a gamer like. I'm not doing anything today. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go to this thing. Whatever. So I show up and the first part is a transmog contest. So I'm like, oh, Halloween transmog. I go whip out what's left of my skull gear. So at the end of Nax, I put together like this amount of skulls gear where every like as many skulls that were on. <laughs> My character at once, like, I had Widow's Remorse in one hand, the Hungering Cold, you've got Dreadnought on, the uh, the Silk Cloak from uh, Anubra Khan, 
Uh, the tank cloak has like skulls down it on, as the trimming. And I was like, I don't have a lot of those pieces left. I only have the like, Dreadnought and the Hunger and Cold, though, and, and Plague Bearer. So I, uh, I just like went with that. Came in second and got 500 gold for it. What? Which, nice. on my character, I only had 14 gold. <laughs> so <laughs> that was huge and really cool. Did you buy your epic mount? With what? With my 500 gold? <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> Yeah, I bought my I bought my epic ground mount maybe on something. <laughs> um but then there was a scavenger hunt. And this part so I was pretty cynical still. I was kind of like, I'm here for the gold. There's gold, there's gold that can be made. I'm I'm interested. Uh and they they're putting on a scavenger hunt where I didn't really understand what we were gonna do. But we started in Eastern Kingdom and there were two sections, Kalendor and Eastern Kingdom. Each was a 30 minutes long. At, as soon as the timer starts, a list was posted that some of them were like specific and some of them were vague. So it would be like any item with the word feather in it. And you have to just go out into the world. You're allowed to use flight paths, but you have to go out into the world. And like, that's one of the items and you knew how many points it was worth. There was one like Cluck. And if you don't know, Cluck is the name of the quest in Westfall, where if you slash chicken to a chicken, you can get a little chicken pet. So you had to go get the chicken pet. It was like, get any cat carrier. There's all these different things that you could do. Uh, buy any item from that goblin that has like limited items in dusk, uh, Duskwood. So like all these really interesting things that kind of got you out into the world and doing all these little things that you would never do anymore. And I was like, this is actually really fun. Having to go really out. Cool. Yeah, like you have to go out and find it. And the Kalimdor one was even more interesting because the flight paths are so long. You had mm -hmm. to like map out exactly where this stuff was, and no one ever quests on Kalimdor, so no one has any idea what these items are. But me, because I'm I'm a cool guy. I'm a Darkshore quester. Okay, I love Darkshore, so I knew exactly like some of these things that I think other people didn't know where they were. So I took this like perfect route, and I even ended early, and I had like all these great items, and I ended up winning, and I won thirteen hundred gold. For winning this scavenger hunt. But aside from the gold, Whoa. aside from the gold, the scavenger hunt was really fun. <laughs> like having <laughs> that to sounds really fun. You, you were allowed to use wowhead. So like it would you could like try to figure out what it was, but you had a time limit. So it was like one of the um one of the items that I had I don't cook. And one of the things was you gotta do the cooking by the book. Um, was just one of the hints. And the only thing that that like matches in Kalimdor is you can buy the expert cooking book from a vendor. So it's like, I just didn't know that. And I had no idea what the clue meant. So it's everyone had different knowledge and like different routes. Listen, they planned. I, I am an expert cooker and I wouldn't have known that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but so it was it was just a lot of fun. And it got you out into places that you've never been killing mobs that you would never kill. And like, I almost wanted it to be longer. Like it's, it's hard to get random people to like do that sort of thing. Um, so it was kind of the perfect That's timing cool. for the game, but I was like, that was cool. And I realized that there's just like com a community out here that I'm neglecting. That's just like doing right. fun stuff. Um, and I'm just like, I've never participated in classic in any of this stuff. So I thought that was really, really cool. And I made 1800 gold, so woo! <laughs> yeah, cherry that on the top, right? really cool. Um, I had one other thing I wanted to talk about, but I'm forgetting now. But I did want to say something, something I've been meaning to say on the show for 
months now, and I keep forgetting, so I'm throwing it in here. It doesn't make any sense in here, but I'm throwing it in here just so I get it out. If you ever want a good time, listen to Yip reading reviews on 0.5 speed. It's the funniest <laughs> no. thing in the world. I was re-listening <laughs> to the podcast like months back, and I accidentally turned it to 0.5, and Yip sounds so drunk when he reads the reviews. <laughs> On point five My speed. My name is John, and I. <laughs> it's hilarious. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But oh, I, I did remember what I wanted to talk about. So, so this started happening to me around the BWL times um, in Vanilla. Like I started to get comfortable with the Warrior. The game slowed down in a sense. Lots of people talk about that in sports. The game slowed down, and I was able to start getting into the intricacies of like doing better DPS, right? And that's when I started to like 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 move up and start doing a lot better. Well, that's kind of started to hit with lock and it's been interesting because this is the first caster I've ever played in PvE. Done it a lot in PvP, but in PvE it's the first time I've ever started to play a caster. I realized one of my biggest weaknesses is I run too much. I literally, when you're a melee DPS, your job is to stay on the butt of the boss most of the time, unless like there's some weird thing that you, you know, weird mechanic you need to get out of. But you're supposed to be on the boss. If you're on the boss, you've got the best uptime that you can have. Well, what I'm running into with the Warlock, like say, we'll take, say, Alar, uh, the first boss in TK, I'm running five or six steps further than I need to run. To just be in range to start you know, to to start casting, and it's something that's so small, but I just realized it, you know, and like it's it's so weird because that's something that like melee DPS just really don't have to think about, and I thought that was interesting. I don't know if it fits right here, but well, no, I, it's I what think I've been doing this week. I think you're totally right. It's something in Warlords of Train where I played a Warlock, and it was the first time I played a caster DPS, and I felt the same way. I had the highest gear level of anyone on the server, but why were people out DPSing me when the rotation was simple? Like, it didn't make sense. Like... How all I have to do is push these buttons in this order and I'm doing it. So why can someone out DPS me? And it's like, because they're able to just stop and start casting at the exact right time. And slowly that adds up to like a couple more casts, a couple more yeah, casts. I mean, it's literally, I'm running far enough past that I could get one or two more shadow bolts in, which is a huge difference in DPS. And um, I have a request for our listeners. If you know, I used to have an add-on back in the day that basically helped me know that I was behind a target for backs for for backstab. When you're out of range of something, the number on your or the number or whatever keybind you have turns red. I had an add-on that turned the whole key red, so it was really noticeable from you know. From not looking directly at it, but you're not what's it called uh, peripheral yeah. vision that you were in range at that point. So I want that add-on, but I don't know how to find it, and I don't want to like try and search through. If anybody uses one of those add-ons, like please let me know. It'd be awesome because that's the thing that I am now 
trying to work on the most. And it's something I just started figuring out this week. I feel like it's like the equal and opposite to Melee's problem. And I think it's something we ran into in AQ with DPS is there was a lot more movement. It was like Melee has to figure out how to move as quickly as possible and get somewhere as fast as possible. And then range are trying to like, stop moving as fast as possible. Like, yeah. I need to not be moving. Yeah, I mean, it's like totally on different. my raid frames as a healer, right? It's easy to turn your raid frame. So when somebody goes out of range, it says out of yeah. range on the frame and it like dims it a little bit. But yeah, it's harder to know for the boss. Like, I know when I have to be 30 yards away from the boss. I know if I'm at max range from Yip, I'm 30 yards away from the boss. Hopefully, unless he's on the other side. I want to go back because he snuck it in really quick before I could say anything. But Mel, I get the impression that the rewatch the podcast at 0.5 speed is some kind of like metric Bob's trying to push for the podcast. Like, wow, <laughs> people listen to twice as much of the podcast this week. Everyone's listening at half speed. <laughs> uh, no, it was literally I was in best. I was in best best buy. I put my phone in my back pocket without closing it. And somehow my butt turned on the 0.5. And all of a sudden, I'm like, was Yip drunk on this episode? Because he's like, thank you so much for the podcast. We really enjoy uh, your reading. Yeah, he was it, tired. It's hilarious. That's, that's it was funny. hilarious. Maybe he should have the- taken a nap during the podcast. Maybe we should have. I, I wish. Hey, I'm fighting for it. I'm fighting for our <laughs> rights as workers here. The, the nap. Equal opportunities. Yeah. And I've listened to us on on like the the faster speed, and that's that's funny too. But it I'd never listened to anything on the slow speed, and it was the funniest thing I think I'd ever heard. <laughs> All right, well, are we done with what we've been doing this week? I think so. Otherwise, I've been I've been making a little gold and putting stuff in the guild bank, stuff like that. We started more guild banks. And we want to talk about it last week, but we've got oh, like yeah, networks yeah, of guild banks getting set up so that we can store more stuff, like. There's not much. T- can you, heard, you can go listen to the Kim episode if you haven't. But Kim is just making us so much gold and providing <laughs> no. so many consumes. It's unbelievable. That's all I got to say. And there's about not that. enough room for everything. Yeah, there's not so. enough room for how many, how much incredible stuff we have. <laughs> it's insane to me. Like every week I go and I'm like, how am I able to just get all of these things that I need from the guild bank? And what do I need money for? I, I feel like I should just give Kim all my money. <laughs> Yeah, he he is what he did. This is the most important thing is he changed people's attitudes to like, why should I help the guild bank to like the guild bank is just providing my life. Like, I don't I'm on like, I don't need to spend any money on it. Yeah, like I'm repairing. Yeah, it's almost like, why not help the guild bank? Because I don't need to buy my consumes anymore. Yeah, great. He did a great job with that. But now that's a great thing. Oh, no, only thing. I do want to throw out the only thing like. He had another idea the other night when it was him being yip, and we were just like, Kim, you just need to chill out because oh. we're a little scared that he's going to burn out. Yeah, you know? he was like, like, he was like, what if we open up more banks for just PvP items? And then the PvPers will have a <laughs> PvP guild bank. It's like, Kim? <laughs> Dude, you guys know Kim. This is like so exciting for him, <laughs> it's, though. Like, it's about the challenge. You need to find yeah. someone who likes the challenge. It's a mini game to him, not oh, yeah. about the m- amount of gold. I yeah, it. I just I, I I just want to keep him from burning out, and I just fear. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. This like, we, we need all this other stuff. To you want to keep, keep him not burning out. You don't yeah. want to keep him burning out. 
We do uh, we do definitely need to hit on our raid this week, and you know. Yeah, so... Things happen, things happen. We will go over Tuesday first. Uh, nothing insane happened Tuesday. I might have... I fell off the boardwalk twice. One time I didn't need to get summoned, though, because we were just walking to Vash. But <laughs> uh, I definitely fell. <laughs> uh, that was hilarious. This is. I've now fallen three total times off the boardwalk. Uh, Who's counting, though, you know? I am uh, the the raid oh, is because they definitely give them shit every Listen, time. I'm. Yeah, it's not kidding. like I'm not paying attention. It's just like mm-hmm. I'm like typing to somebody, and then all of a sudden I'm like on auto run, and I like I quickly didn't exit fast enough. I'm trying to turn, but I'm just typing WASD into like the the chat <laughs> box, so and I'm like times. panicking, and I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh I've done that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Fair. So that's like where I'm at uh, with that scenario, but. Uh, everything went really, really well. We decided to go down to five healers this week because SSC went really, really well last week, only bringing in the sixth healer for Morgrim and for Vash. And honestly, we finally freaking won Submerged Lurker. Going from like a yeah. five-minute, 50-second kill because of that stupid Submerge down to a four-minute kill was just like incredible. Um, it, it was like, I, it was, it was like so close the, it was and the difference it, of a couple thousand damage. I think it was like the stars, all the stars aligned too. because if you go and look at the, the, the parses, we had half, almost half of the raid parsed orange. Three people had 99 parses and then the rest of the raid, except for one person who died parsed purple. Yeah. So we're talking like 90s across the board. Like Yeah, that's actually a good point. Nuts. We had we had uh, our rogue actually uh, had was having internet problems, so they died and then couldn't even get battle res. So uh we might have even been able to do it with six healers, but uh that mm-hmm. was really good. Our speed was I mean was it really was good. the rogue. You know, I mean, I'm just <laughs> Hey, improved exposed armor is the DPS increase and we were missing it for the rest. But um the polls were really I'm good. Just kidding. We've been getting really uh, more into the speed pulling like we were doing in Nax. Our, our prop paladin and prosecutor is doing like an incredible job just really trying to keep things going. Uh, I know it's a lot. <laughs> it can be a lot sometimes for sure. But uh, I think it's really improving like how quickly we're moving. And as we he's go to more TK, conscious about it, though, he is good about looking at mana. And like, even yeah, if I not, don't have enough mana, I know I can still sit and drink. Yeah, he's not. He's definitely not trying. Like, I think an important thing is like the way things are approached. And he's trying to improve our speed, like in a in a manner that's not gonna just like tilt a bunch of people. He's not just like ninja pulling to make sure that we're going faster. He's he's really like yeah. taking the time and telling. He's trying to. I will say I did give some feedback during the raid because I was like, just a heads up, like, hey, I'm going. It's yeah. just really beneficial, right? Because you're like looking at your buffs and you're like, do I need to eat my food? And then all of a sudden I like look back over and I'm like, he's dying. Oh, no. Yeah, especially yeah. For I, I mean, he was doing it. I mean, he was doing it the majority of the time. Yeah, but it was like 80%. And then there was like that 20%. So then you expect you it, right? Because we're at yeah. 80% of the time he's doing it. And then that 20% that he doesn't, you're just yeah. like, oh, I'm going to get a warning. <laughs> he he was going like at the cadence, I think that we did the week before with six healers. And it, 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 it was a little bit, it was a little bit rough, but it wasn't rough to the point that it was horrible. But I mean, it's still a like, you know, 
props to him for how fast he's been able to like try and get the gist of it. And when he was given feedback of, you know, hey, I, you know, a couple people said you might be going too fast. He didn't take it. At least he didn't appear on the outside to take offense to it and be a jerk yeah. about it. Yeah, no, I think I think I mean, what's what's important is like this is someone who took over a role they weren't intending as prop right. paladin. And he's just like, I think it's kind of coming out of the boredom of being prop paladin, I feel like, because it's just like, I need more. <laughs> and and, and he's, really, he's like doing an incredible job, like playing like being a I, I think it goes to show you that like even like anyone can can really help become a really important person in your raid. Um, so, for instance, like we what our boomkin who's like not an officer or anything, but just decided to take a lot of this like cooldown stuff, like swapping people in for heroism into his hands. And that sort of thing has made a big difference in our like raid DPS and our ability to get through boss as well. So um, pretty much anybody can like you can step up. Um, it, it's kind of funny. If no hit Jerome made a video about progression uh, and mm -hmm. talking about what you can do to help progression. And one of the things he says is become like the information person in your uh, yeah. raid like you're the person who just knows everything and anyone can do it you could be a warlock you could be a tank you'd be a healer if you're that person who knows like i've seen i've seen people pull it this way all that information can help your raid incredibly improve and anyone can do but that but i also and think it's who's in dog. your raid right who's yeah, yeah. leading your raid and i think we have a great like raid team that is receptive to things like that typically right now yeah, everyone like, yeah, in the everyone middle wants to do good too <laughs> like there are there are atmospheres where like going fast like that people just aren't, aren't like chilling out and doing that they don't want to do that but like we have a good group where like everyone wants to do well so like right. that is like a fundamental thing that keeps us together <laughs> so. well and i think if we know if we know that so the healers before, like, it would really tick us off, right? Because we'd all be low on mana, and then we'd have to stand up, take mana pots and whatnot. One, now mana pots are pretty much provided for us to the nth degree of however many we would like. And then two, I think I know that he's waiting for this percentage of mana across healers. And so I know if I'm still at 10%, that I can still sit down and heal and just call on my other healers to say like hey can you spot yep while i get more mana and they'll yeah, be fine and, with that and it wouldn't even be a bad idea i think i think it's i think it's overkill because communication <laughs> is just the easiest thing but having if you had the mana weak aura that displays the mana of the healers too you might have like you could like see visually when he might start pulling which is like i yeah, think that's, that's a little fair. bit much for all the healers we expect to have like a weak aura that shows all the mana of all the healers uh but it, you know it's a uh, that is like an easier way. There's like there's all these little things that you can do. So that's been going really well. Um, um, I will say we did wipe twice. Once because our uh, our fearless raid raid leader pulled uh, pulled oh, the yeah. trash pack on uh, on uh, what's his name? Yeah, on Fathom uh, Lord. And it's funny Fathom because Lord. a lot oh, of yeah. us had this thought. Because they they pat right to the doorway. I right before we pulled, I was thinking like, man, last week it really looked like we could have pulled them. And I was like, ah, whatever. And other people apparently were thinking the same thing. And of course, we pull it the week that everyone just decides to remain <laughs> quiet about our fears. It's like we've never done it before. At least it, it was Harskar, though. At least it was Harskar that pulled. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, yep, I just pulled a pack. Okay, uh, all right, yep, it's a wipe. <laughs> it's funny because like, there's just nothing he can say. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no one to pass the buck to. Like, for me. 
But that's the beauty of it. He didn't try to pass the buck. He was just like, ah, I fucked up. I I always try to, or like, if I say focus up or something, which I do a lot, half the time I mean myself, but it's like, that was like, he pulled the track. There's no like, there's no one else. Yes, yep. um, but honestly, I think I was like dead already. I think it was a, already a bad attempt. So I was kind of glad that we yeah, got a redo you had on got it. A, you would got a res, I think. Yeah, which is like, there's no taunting on that. So it's kind of rough. Um. So honestly, like the redo made me feel better. Like, let's do this right this time. <laughs> and yeah, uh, but then yeah. we got through Grim with one one shot and again, second yeah. week in a row. And then Vash, we got to like six percent and then dropped her again. And so it was yeah, we got pretty it on, good. SSC, I would I, I hunt is like farm status now. Like I think that that's just where I think we're I at. still get anxiety I'm before little... Vash. Like I think I still like I'm like, oh, okay. Are we gonna do I'm it? a little worried though if Viscount or Vizal doesn't show up to one of the Vash ones, mm-hmm. like that could be because he's gotten that down good now. And like first I almost feel like we should let someone else like rotate in for him on that, like just to get some practice on it, just on the first polar or something. Because yeah. Yeah, it's I feel, like um, it's like one of those things where like some one person knows the fight. We ran to, into that in in vanilla with tanks. And it caused problems. Well, I was gonna say with tanking, I want the same thing with tanking. Like I would like, I want our feral to main tank a lot of these fights. I'm never not gonna be there, but I mean, like, who knows? I could maybe not be there. <laughs> um, but like, even still, there might be just fights that are better. You gain more experience. You see what the fights are like, and then maybe if we do off nights next tier or something, like you're not just dependent on the one person always needing to show up. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we do have some key players that that perform important roles that. It, it would be nice if uh, we have some. Yeah, I don't even know what to do if Dace, if if Desu doesn't show up. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just gonna take a break, guys. All right, <laughs> see you guys. We'll come see you next week. <laughs> right. Oh God. Uh, but that was right, so. Uh, that was I did a... not win the death race on Tuesday. By the way, uh, it was unfortunate. It was shit. close. I was at six, and Bushy was at two. It's fine. Dang, only two. I hate that. That's good. That's a, that's a good amount of. He depth. also sits out one of the bosses. Okay. Yeah, the one that he wouldn't have died on though, but he like that includes the wipe that we had. Oh, I guess it's just both wipes he died in. That yeah. means you guys kept them alive really well on every other attempt. But uh, we had enough time to go do a lar again as well. Um, I ran into a problem, and I was so ready to just like whine and moan because I got destroyed. I did. <laughs> I taunted Alar and I didn't have the man I didn't have the mana. I didn't have the rage to hit shield block preemptively. But I thought Alar didn't hit that hard. I was actually thinking, like, hey, I want to try dual wielding Alar sometime. That could be fun. He hit me for like 15k crushing, and then I died. And I was so shocked. I accidentally hit release at the same time I died. I was like, what just happened? Suddenly I'm in Netherstorm. I'm like, oh, great. Okay. So, of course, like, Alar's like kind of easy once you get him on the ground. It's not too bad. So, like, I knew it was going to go down. And I was like, this is the freaking week the Alar expertise gloves are going to drop. I knew it in my head. I knew that they were going to drop. And oh, then, yeah. they, then people started posting that they dropped. I was like... Are they messing with me? Are they memeing me? <laughs> or did these actually just drop? Well, and that's what I said. Just come in. Like, I think you could still get it. Yeah, which I could. So everything was good. 
Luckily, if you die, Ooh. even if you release, if you started the fight with them, you can still get loot. Thankfully, Ooh. I was so worried. Uh, yeah. I mean, it would have gone to a DPS, which is great. But with our luck, like maybe this tier, I just never, never see them. It again. <laughs> yeah, I was really. Dude, I remember when when I first joined Vark Flock in like week three, I like just auto released on Rag when I died. I was like, Bill, can you res me and just don't say anything about me releasing? Because <laughs> I was so, I was, I was like, res me quick so I could see what dropped. <laughs> I was That's so funny. embarrassed about it. Yeah, I. I feel that. I, I definitely. Yeah, but at least that. when you released in Rag, like you didn't, you weren't alive in another town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's the big thing about TK, which like had us worried because he couldn't get res because right. he just is res e immediately. Yeah. yeah, and then as our Paladin Tank says in chat. The problem is, too, we go to Alar, and it's like a victory lap for us. <laughs> we just down all of SSC in a night, which is really all we, like, that's, like, the major goal, is getting Vash down on Tuesday. And then that Alar, we're all just messing around. We're having a good time on the trash and dying, and, like, we just don't really care that much at that point. So, like, it's just, we're all just kind of <laughs> having a good time uh, when we're doing Alar. So... Wait, how do you how do you know that's Prosecutor? I just, I just know. <laughs> everybody that shows up in our chat from guild i have no clue who they are i didn't even realize that was that was viscount because i just read the start of his name and didn't read the whole day uh, hello it's, it's. <laughs> how you doing it's it literally oh, announces man. who it is it's viscount well i'm like looking over like trying to read it as fast as possible you know and that's why i handled it listen i know everybody I've I've an yeah. impeccable memory, first of all, that's, <laughs> and that's why I remember what happened last night. So we finished everything Tuesday, basically the same thing we did last week. We're we're feeling really really good about our SSC plus LR, I guess. Um, <laughs> so now it's time to head into TK, and we ran into a problem of respawning trash last week. So what we want to do is kill Void Reaver, kill Solarian. Take a little break and switch in whoever we want to switch in, like whatever subs we need to do. Then do the trash as fast as possible and start our attempts on uh, on KT. Now, Void Reaver normally takes 30 minutes. We usually, usually I allot about 30 minutes to each wing. Void Reaver and then Solarian each take about 30 minutes. And then hopefully we'll have about two hours starting on trash for KT. That didn't go that way this time. Instead, with our fast pulls... It only took us 20 minutes to do, like, each wing. We were ready. You know, I'm pretty go. sure we were in front of Trash at 38 minutes after a race. Yeah, yeah, I looked in, at it. It was that 38 is minutes. incredible. Loot's already out. Like, we sped yeah. that up. We don't even need to speed it up that fast because... Yeah, but because we did it, like, and we did great. Yeah, because, like, you speed it up that fast... The trash will still respawn before the end of raid time. So it was right. like kind of funny. But that was that was really incredible. Like it really goes to show you how the way you're pulling, like we're not playing at an incredibly higher level. We're just as long as everyone's on the same page about when you're pulling and what the plan is on that pull, we were just going really, really fast. And uh so that was really cool. Uh, Void Reaver, I almost solo tanked, which was really incredible. I just kept like dodging all the knockbacks, and the threat was really good because we're doing the double heroism again, and got my set as optimized as I can. So that was cool. Um, we got a cool tip from 
Harsgar. I think it was Kim that Kim told Harsgar. Yeah. But uh, he was like, hey, Lox, why don't you pull out your uh, your your Void Reaver and then not sack it, but sacrifice it for the shield. And then you could fell dominance, instant bring up your other pet, sack it for the 15% shadow damage. Now, some of the, some of the locks got screwed up because we started to pull and they sacrificed. And then one of the other locks was just bringing out his pet. And so I think next week it'll be perfect because you can sacrifice it while, while running. You can cast fell dominance while still running, and then as soon as you stop, pull up your pet, sack it, and then you have this, you know, at that point, you know, 26-second shield that not only shields you from damage, but shields you from pushback, and it 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 was just sweet. Like, it was really cool. Yeah. Like, I think I got, I think that was my highest parse ever on it, and I think it was like a 95. Five or something like that. Like yeah, it was definitely. It was it's super. A, it's a super cool little. Cool. It's a cool little practice. And uh, next time it'll be better. I wasn't even sure if any of the locks were gonna do it that week or anything. But then I just <laughs> saw one in the back still like summoning his Void Walker, and I was like, wait, <laughs> don't yep. go. What we need to do on that fight is just wait. Everyone needs to stack. And then the pull timer needs to start. The problem is we do yeah. a pull timer, and we're all like, oh god, we got to stack. Well, and I right. like I said it a couple of weeks ago. I was like, everybody just put Yip on. You yeah, it's what we used to do running to Molten Core and Blackwing Lair. We just put someone on follow, and then like everybody follows right behind. It's yep. so perfect. Yeah, you can you, that that would work as well too. But everyone's everyone's a free spirit <laughs> out there. I just I I got to Circle of Healing the entire time. Oh, which yeah, is great yeah. until you run out of mana. Yep. Which I was like popping like mana pots and my shadow fiend, but the shadow fiend you have to really time perfectly, right? Because if you have your shadow fiend out there when he does his little AP, oh, I mean, yeah, you're just he'll done, just die. Right? Huh? Like, so you have to time it to like right after one of those, but you really need mana during those. Um, but I used rank three of Circle of Healing this week and it seemed to work better. I don't know. I still get a 65% parse. I don't even understand how you parse on that. Like, I literally was circle of healing the entire uh, time. Probably. It's people getting innervated, would probably I think. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Innervase would probably help a ton. But I mean, nobody yeah. died. So, like. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was, it was a good fight. It was perfect. We've, the, I'm, I'm just glad the tank parts down. That was really like, I, <laughs> just, I don't like it when people have to hold back and I don't like people die because <laughs> they like get knocked back and have right. to like and get hit. So, like, that. Is, is super clean now. Uh, I'm pretty happy with that. The healers can keep me up. It doesn't matter like how egregious I get with my gear. I actually even tried keeping not re-upping my stone shield because I wanted to haste pot, but I was like, that's too much. Like I'm going too far here, <laughs> not using the stone shield. But then I, I kept the stone shield off when it dropped and I was like, you guys are keeping me alive. I think I can drop the stone shield. Like this is so funny. Um, but so maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that next week. But then we go to Solarian. And Solarian, I have the best parse I've ever had on Solarian. I'm an arcane soaker, but she doesn't cast Wrath of the Astromancer or whatever until uh, a, a little bit in. So I pop recklessness and I just start hitting her in my arcane set as hard as I can. And I end up doing like 40k damage and like 100 DPS. And finally, I'm not stuck at a 50 parse. I've got a 53 parse. <laughs> Oh man, dude! I can't figure out that that fight. I cannot figure it out. Yeah, 
I'm 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 working on it, but yeah, it's up, I do something incredibly wrong. That's my project. I haven't for next I have week an issue with parsing. Out. You think? I wonder. I wonder if other yeah, people I don't are know like what I'm doing wrong. I wonder if it has to do with just the way we manage ads too. Could be a a, a portion of like. Well, I think I'm kiting back, and I was watching this last week, and the warlocks were just standing there and just going ahead and <laughs> like basically face taking it. I was like, well, maybe I should do that then instead of running back because then I'm. Then when the other ads pop, I'm still running back it's up. The, yeah, to it's hit that the running other thing, like you were saying, like all that yeah. movement speed will just reduce the DPS. But the fight's so easy; it's sort of like it sort of is just a parse fight. Like, how can I parse better? Because there's really no threat of us dying while we're so. Yeah, it's it, yeah. We still have not, you know, knock on wood. We still have not, you know, I ever died on I it desperately. Someone please write in. Does a bear? Can a bear just tank the arcane? Without any arcane resist, because I think buying him an arcane set would be a bit much. I just really want to main tank it one time <laughs> so I can get a real number in there and not the sad little soaker number that I have. Uh, but just any time before the end of the phase. I'm not in a rush, but it's kind of well, sad. I mean, I can always make the cloth stuff for him, so yeah. it's always out there. That's true. That's true. Finally, Valarian's dead. It's time for KT. We take our little break. <sighs> we go in. We do much better on the trash this week. That felt good, I think. Like, the trash last time, I wasn't ready for it. I feel like it's... I, I've only done this these raids after they came out and, like, after they were very easy, right? Like, later expansions, going back and soloing them. So a lot of these, like, mechanics of mobs I'm just not familiar with. So I'm, always, I'm still, like, in very enthused by the whirlwind that shoots arcane missiles. I think that's awesome still. Um, but once you kind of manage those poles, they're they're really not that hard. You just have to like do them all. <laughs> Maybe a can person I, will die to the the whirlwind. Can I point out that I won the death race on uh, Thursday? Does that mean you had more deaths? <laughs> no, 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 no. It means I had less deaths than nice. Bushy. Nice. And Bushy every I feel time. Like this is okay. for the end. Hold no, on. No, well, to be no, fair, no, this though, is the trash. This is it's the, the trash. trash. Is... Bushy died to that yeah. whirlwind like six every time, times. Almost. Like, yeah, and yeah. he's like, he's like, I look at it, and it's at like two percent, and I think, ah, I can get it down, and then he's like, and then it hits me for you know all this. He's like, it's at two percent of full health, and then I die, and I'm like, it's like, yeah, cat form, cat form in arena. It's like you just don't. They're so squishy. You don't realize how squishy you're gonna be until you're not a bear. The same way, like that flurry, just like one shots yeah. of the cat. Oh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. No, it's uh -huh. it's hilarious. So every time one of us dies, the person that didn't die will whisper, <laughs> and the other one's just like, "I hate you right now," and tries to explain <laughs> themselves. Usually, it's me. Incredible. I'm gonna talk about the boss now, since we make okay, it fine. to the boss without any issues, except for our bear tank dying over and over again. <laughs> um, so we run into a couple problems. Um, on KT that I will go through. Uh, our first pull. Trying to actually think, how did our first pull go? The uh, the initial phases are super easy. The only person who was new on that fight is we brought in another elemental shaman. So normally we have six shamans, but last week we only ran with five just because like we're trying. <laughs> we don't want to sit the same like the same people just keep getting sad. It's always right. melee. We're just trying to fit in as many people as we can without it being like horrible. Um, but it is a little bit horrible, but we sat him last week. This time we decided we need all of our shamans. Like we just need all of our mm -hmm. shamans. 
The first beginning parts, still easy, those phases. Second, the we did run into a couple of issues on the on the weapons. Um, I think it's just overzealous people. Um, the biggest thing with this fight is there's just no point in dying. Well, you, I mean, you you brought up a good point after that first one. I did not realize that nothing would despawn until the last weapon died. Yeah, I wasn't actually sure a hundred percent because it happened to us the first time. But pointing that out is huge because the staff would always die first. So you've got all your rage just running up there, grabbing the staff, and like that was a waste. That was a waste of time. Yeah, no, and I think because we went through it that one time where it did despawn, but it's because we went so close to the end timer. Yeah, yeah, PTSD there. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, the weapons despawn when the next phase starts. But we had this issue where the first time we did the weapons, the next phase started as people were looting and they didn't get their weapons. So Mm -hmm. we were like, oh, people are just like trying to loot as they die. Um, and I, I legitimately asked. I wasn't, I wasn't like trying to call out casters, but I was noticing that things were taking longer to kill because all the casters start running up and looting the staff. And I'm like, I wish they were just still killing stuff because I want to go get my weapons, <laughs> but my weapons are still alive over there. Uh, so we ended up just killing them um, as quickly as possible and then picking everything up. We, as long as you have like 15 seconds, it's kind of plenty of time to grab what you need. Um, Although but- I don't know if anybody else came into this problem. I'm going to just interject here because me picking up the cosmic infuser for some reason, it always like died right on top of the other two. And like oh, I yeah. had to move my mouse around like 20 different angles. You got to loot find... them all. You got to have oh. space for all of them and just loot them all. That's what I do. I make because okay. I can I can like wield all these stupid weapons. I can loot them and like. Yeah, like the bow and the axe die off to the side, and everything else is just on top of each other. Yeah, and it's, it's a total and I mayhem. Was like, Where is my cosmic infuser? I yeah. I guess I forgot that I could loot more than one. So yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's well, and then there was also the deal with just people not realizing for certain weapons you need to be like using the use on it quite a bit. Yeah, the staff has this weird thing. So the staff applies an incredible AOE where you you'll still get hurt by by like the con flag and stuff like that but you can't be CC'd. So you don't get disoriented. You don't get stunned. Um, there's one other thing, but it's like you don't get any of the disorients. Um, so it's really important to have up, but it's such a weird little aura. I don't, I don't know what causes it to drop, but like as people move around, it starts dropping from people. And like, it's just, you just got to keep like using it. I sure think it people. only works. Like once it's on, it only works for one of the things. And so like, I was just doing a thing where every, other other cast, I would just click it because you can spam it, but then I've heard that that will lag. Yeah, that I've will heard lag that. people out. Yeah. So I've just been I've been trying to just hit it like every other other cast, and it's a it's not on the global cooldown, so it doesn't it doesn't really affect your DPS. You just can't be casting something when you hit it. Yeah. So you can hit it in between, and that I think that helped a lot to get just to get people to know that oh they do need to use this use more than just once because I think a lot of people were just using it once yeah but the the main thing that really turned around that next phase phase three when all of the all of the lieutenants are up is just the DPS on Thaladred and I figured that we were going to be much better about it this week because everyone had a better understanding of like how do we get the most DPS on this guy? And it's not really kiting him away from the, everyone. It's actually more like kiting him like sort of into everyone and then away from everyone or like a circle around everyone so the range don't have to run around doing any uh, 
crazy stuff. And we had double heroic or double heroism on warlocks this time. And um, that made Thalidrad go down a lot easier. I saw people using their melee. I think I think melee can go on Thalidrad. It's very easy to not get hit from Thalidrad. The timers are super accurate. And he's like the biggest problem. You get Thalidrad down so that the range can just pump on those stationary targets. And I think that that the, the overall DPS goes up by a ton. I will say it's deceiving how far you have to be away from him, though, when he targets you. Right. Like, yeah, I felt like I it's was like punched you real. Like I was like a good 15 meters or whatever the in game thing is. And I got punted. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty far. So you do need to really have room or like make sure that if he turns to you, you're not going to get punted right away. Uh, you need a lot of room, but that makes it hard to stand in a safe spot to do DPS because you want to be within range that if he moves somewhere, you're not immediately out of range. So finding that balance, I knew would just take extra time. Like you're just going to that first week. People are learning the fight. You're not going to have your highest DPS on a fight when you're learning it. Um, but this time our DPS was really, really good. We were going into the fourth phase uh, with. With about like. 15 to 20 percent left on like one guy it was really really solid this time mm -hmm. um our our <laughs> our second attempt we actually didn't even make it that far we just wiped it up everything was and everything was horrible i think our um our, our druid died to sanguinar so the sanguinar died in a horrible spot in the first phase and then like when he came back up for phase three he just started fearing everybody in a horrible yeah. position it, it was he got like crushing blows. It was like three crushing blows three in, in a row. like in a in in a matter of like a second or two. Okay, I'm about to say some. I'm about to put someone on blast publicly that I shouldn't. Our bear druid, bear should have more than seventeen thousand health. He got hit for seventeen thousand health very quickly. Seventeen thousand health is, is not very much. He just wears a lot of DPS gear a lot of the time. So like he died, but I think that in some slight. If you guys are having trouble with with the flurries, first of all, he should have been able to dodge. It's crazy for a druid to get hit three times in a row. <laughs> but um, all of them hit, unfortunately. All of them crushed. And uh, unfortunately, he died. And that was just, he just got just completely demolished. But I think gearing a little more safely, having a little more health, you can prevent those kinds of deaths. Um, even still, that was an insane amount of damage to get. And that didn't happen in right. any other attempts. So... Phase four is where we're still having uh, some issues. I honestly think that getting into phase four is not too big of a deal anymore. But we're having some issues with people moving from flame strikes. We're having some issues with people maybe not hitting the egg quite enough. Mm -hmm. But luckily this week, we, we weren't having too many issues with kicks on fireball, which is what was really killing us last time. Like The real killer is the tank just getting obliterated. <laughs> Right. Uh, by a fireball so that um, I was much more ready this time to handle that I was uh, I was ready so you can actually like soak an additional pyroblast if you save your last stand for it and then your nightmare seed too for the next one so you can sort of live maybe so I was just like always ready I was always ready to do a backup kick when fireball was going to come out and I was always ready to uh, last stand if a pyroblast uh, was gonna hit me if we, if we didn't break shock barrier fast enough. So that wasn't well, too bad. Well, and I bad. will say, from the caster standpoint, like I think it was very helpful. So Harskar was like, we all stood in one spot because that was our problem 
last week is that mm-hmm. we were too spread out. And so MCs weren't getting taken care of quick enough. Right. And so we all stood in one spot and he'd be like, okay, we're going to move left or we're going to move right. If we get, you know, the little, whatever it is on the ground. Um, and I think that helped a lot because everybody moved to the same spot and then you were there when people got emceed. And I think that that really organized it better and you didn't have people running all over. Also, the f- the the f- the flame strike, the initial graphic for it is like if you get caught in that, like just like you need to just get a slap in the face. But after that, it spreads out further, like quite a bit further. And if you don't have your graphics on the right thing, like yeah, mine, I, I, I think I have my spell effects. It. I have my spell effect particles on low or whatever, and I cannot see it on the ground. <laughs> I just move the heck away from it, and I just stay there. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I can barely the good see thing it. is, is G- GTFO was actually working last night. It's mm. been crazy because I think they're actually getting it up to speed because in the last 24 hours, they've had three different updates oh, for, wow. G- for GTFO. So I think they're actually getting it set for all the stuff. So maybe it'll work on the, the Vash stuff going forward. You won't have to use the weak aura. So it was actually working last night, but... Uh, one of our people had it and it wasn't working. And I wonder if it was just like if he just hadn't up updated it yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and someone actually asked, someone uh, in chat asked, can non herbalists use nightmare seeds? And yeah, anyone can use nightmare seeds. Yeah. So a nightmare seed is like a little mini last stand. It gives you two thousand health, and it it uses the same cooldown as your health stone. So instead of getting healed for two thousand, I can actually uh. I can actually just gain 2,000 health, which for a tank is actually better. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it, it gives me a bigger health pool. But yeah, here's it's like a trinket. Here's the How secret. How long do you gain 2,000 health for? 30 seconds, which is like not that's too bad. Good. Yeah. That's like, yeah. like I pop that as Murlocs are coming out um, or like before Murlocs come out. And I have like a lot much more leeway for like Moragrim. Um, but the main thing that I use the Nightmare Seeds for is if I'm going to be doing something risky, like Void Reaver, for instance, <laughs> I might wreck on pull. Well, in order to make it easier for healers, I pre-Nightmare Seed so that I just have a higher health pool. So I'm not just going to like instantly die. <laughs> and that way they have like some leeway to get into place and then heal me. So Nightmare Seed is really useful. I always know something's going on. Yeah. I always know something's going on when Yip's like, all right, guys, I'm going to need a lot of heals. I'm like, why? Why? What are you doing? We've done this fight so many times and you haven't needed a lot of heals. What's different? <laughs> Sometimes I'm not changing anything, but I just want to remind people that I'm not in my full mitigation set for this anymore, guys. Um, I just want to remind everyone, I, like, I'm hitting the wreck button. I take 20% more damage. I'm not wearing a shield. I'm wearing arena gear. <laughs> this is... Don't forget about me. Yeah, so. It is um, good, though, because I do think we get set in, like, understanding yeah. how much damage typically happens. And then, like, oh, yeah. being like, oh, I... crap. For sure. So, yeah, I mean, so that's what I'm doing. I'm using the Nightmare Seeds. I'm using Last Stand for Pyro Blasts. Uh, I'm keeping... I, the threat is not an issue at all on KT. Maybe because people are are fighting, like, Sanguinar, whoever's left over before you go to KT. But I had a huge threat lead. So what I would do is just hold my global cooldown for a kick if I thought, like, hey, it's been a moment since Fireballs come out. I'll just wait. Like, I don't need, I don't need to parse... <laughs> I just need we just need to kill this boss, right? Me not dying is all that matters right now. Um so we let's see. Was there any other problems 
on on the, that phase. I guess like the kiting of the, the phoenixes. second attempt, the eggs were kind of a problem. Well, we got yeah. a problem with the aggro on the phoenixes. Remember, like people yeah. kept taking aggro on the phoenixes, and then prosecutor couldn't get that. Well, it wasn't it wasn't and... taking aggro. It was prosecutor was getting like disoriented or mind controlled. Oh, okay. And then they just guys, drop back. Can I tell you when he first said that in chat? No, hear me out. When he first said like. Yeah, like this would happen and this would happen, and I just got disoriented. You thought he meant, and literally I thought he meant like he actually got disoriented, and I was like, "Oh, that's a bummer." And then, like as we went on, I was like, "Oh no, that that was a move." Okay, he he's good. <laughs> I thought like he got disoriented as to like where he was. <laughs> that's actually really funny. I feel like that I want to really start funny. using that, like not in game. Like I got disoriented. Like, that happens to me when I'm like attacking a boss where the camera is just like all messed up and i'm just like looking at his Ugh. feet upside down and i'm like right. i don't know where if i hit it's forward, like what happened it's like what happened to me when i was like underneath the platform of that one boss yes <laughs> i was like that, I don't no, know where that, I am. that the, this because like, because that same night that happened to me i understood entirely i was like where am i how do i get out of here <laughs> right like and you're dying so all of the like pressure is yep. on right <laughs> yeah so. but we we did have a little bit of problems with the eggs on that second attempt. Like we, we weren't getting them down. I don't know if people weren't switching to them. One thing I did notice, cause I was checking for it because, but I didn't find one of the ads that had a curse of agony on it. And I was checking for it. I'm proud of the locks for not casting curse of agony on them and making them die faster. Yeah. And, <laughs> Like that's a big thing because a lot of people like to get that extra boost, and it didn't. I, at least I didn't catch anybody doing it. So yeah, everyone was everyone was being good and trying to uh, get the boss down. I feel like a crazy person. <laughs> Let's talk about phase disoriented. Uh, phase five, I, I guess. <laughs> um, so getting to phase five, it's not the first. We've been to phase five before, which is unfortunate. <laughs> That we've never, we haven't downed them in phase five. Um, so Wait, what's phase yeah, five but again? I mean, That's the last But I mean, phase. you talk about that like that, oh, but we got to phase one? five. Yeah, we got to phase five twice our first night at five attempts, you know? So it's not like, but it is supposed to be like the free phase. So it feels like once we get there, like, dang it, I really wanted we it. We never got point. to the gravity part of it, though. No, we did. We we've, did, we've yeah, been, twice. We've done the gravity twice on the first night last week. Yep. Yeah, and what I was Did horrible I on that, that stage. I was the idiot that was like, "Are we supposed to kill the eggs?" And Huskar's oh, so like, funny. "No, don't hit the eggs. Aren't you listening?" And I was like, oh, "I should have been listening, but I was trying to get close enough to the ground and get away from people uh, and be in the right spot." And I wasn't wanna, even we did the not boss. have to fly down to the ground. We did. No, no, no you. F yeah, yeah, we you did. fly down to. To like where you don't die, but like yes, I was I trying understand. to find a spot away from you everybody. Might have been dead already. Who knows? Like oh, we, that's we never true. like that. That very well could be the case. But um, I was like, yeah, I never had, did that, guys. We had been there twice, and uh, yeah, I don't even. I, I could be wrong, but I think he didn't say, "Are you listening?" I thought I heard him say it was so funny because I'm focused no, on. He these said, fireballs. "You guys need to listen." Oh, is, is I what thought he I heard said. him I was say like. like Shit. I thought at some point I thought he was, he said like are you insane <laughs> or something like he was like freaking out at this point. We're in phase five and you're like should we be attacking eggs and he's like Bah. <laughs> 
Are you insane? What are you doing? It's like, anyway, but I'm so focused on these fireballs. And what's funny is I use push to talk because I'm a very vocal WoW player. If I had, <laughs> if, if I had voice activation on, every time my health got low, you'd hear me going like, ah! Ah! <laughs> like just freaking out like, like the whole time. And I it's like, I can't, I can't allow that. Um, but I needed to keep screaming for people to kick, and apparently it was like only keying up like my yelling parts. So I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious to me. I'm just screaming as we're doing oh this God. boss. Everyone's freaking out, getting this, um, trying to get this kill, and I'm like sitting here making sure everything's getting kicked. But the kicks were getting worse because I think maybe mm -hmm. he speeds up the cast. I'm not sure. I think maybe he speeds up the cast at this part. And I was just like, this is insane. Like, this is so, like, we, like, we're just barely getting these kicks. And I decide, I'm full health, but I'm like, I'm shield walling. Because he's at, like, 6%. And if I, yeah. by the time shield wall ends, we might be able to kill him even if I die. Like, that's the plan. Like, shield wall now. And I shield wall, and that next fireball doesn't get kicked. And I get hit with it, and I live thanks to the shield wall. Woo! And the boss freaking dies, dude. Woo! We kill KT, and we oh my it! god. And it, I, I feel like a crazy person, because I thought we had four pulls last night. But when I look at logs, there's only three pulls last night. Yeah. Those, we only had three. Those pulls take forever. <laughs> we were in that yeah. room. We thought respawns were coming soon, and we only had three pulls. Like, yep. But what blows my mind is, and like I and I was watching it, and I just was being quiet about it because I was like, "Well, this will just get everybody speeding up. Like, we'll just get the pulls faster." In. And I just was quiet about it. But I was like, "I knew we'd before we downed him. I knew we'd only pulled it twice." I, dude, I had. I was like, I felt like. I think the problem was I was so exhausted when we started. And by the end, I was like, I felt like I was like low blushing. I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Like this fight is so long. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm like hungry. I'm like, oh my God, this fight. I know. Um, Bob was like, are you going to go to Gruel and Mag? And I was like, I can't. It I was can't. A, if you want me to stay not. awake for the whole podcast tomorrow, I can't go to Gruel and Mag tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, for Yip and I, it like woke us back up and we're like, yeah, we're going to group back. Yeah, yeah. But, but think about this, right? <laughs> Our first attempt was really good. It, we got to the fourth phase, mm -hmm. right? Um, and we almost got him to the fifth phase. He was at like 52% or something, like nearly to that next phase. The second attempt was entirely scuffed because the bear, our bear yeah. drew just got owned. And then the third attempt, we got it. We basically like... Well, no, and we lost a couple people at the beginning of the second attempt, yeah, too. Yeah, the second attempt was like awful. We should have just yeah, wiped it Yeah, we used like three battle reses or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was truly in, in a... It was like, it was... I think that, that attempt was why I was like, oh my God, like we might, we might not get it. And I, I, I was like miscal... You know what the problem is? I might have miscalculated what time it was. Because, like, <laughs> the time zones and stuff are weird. And I right. think maybe I thought it was, like, 40, like, an hour later than it was. Because I was like, my God, we're, we're, um, we have to stop soon. But after <laughs> we were done Grohl after, like, it was still within raid time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was incredible how quickly we got all this stuff done. And we actually, looking back, like, it felt like it was hard fought. But I think we actually did an incredible job. <laughs> 
job. Uh, yeah, I mean, we dropped him on the eighth attempt overall. That's a big thanks to like Crix yeah. and his amazing video. Naismith for helping coming and like giving us all that great feedback and, and telling us how what they were struggling with and how they were able to get it down. And huge to our officers, our tanks, the the healers. Like it, it was just. I mean. It feels good. Like, we're doing a good job. It feels good. Yeah. I definitely, I don't know. I felt like maybe it would have been really hard if we had started with KT. But then I think, well, we would have probably gotten attempts <laughs> on him week one. We would have been able yeah. to start progression on him sooner than we started Vash progression. Because we got stuck on Morgrim for a week. And then, like, we start Vash. So it was... I thought about this all last night, and I feel like our guild would have, regardless, tried to drop everything except for the last two. So we would have done more. Yeah. We would have done more grim. And mm -hmm. I feel like if we hadn't went through the trials and tribulations of 20 poles on Vash, I don't know that we would be as tight of a unit and have been able to drop KT as quick as we did. That's how I yeah. feel. I think KT, my initial thoughts of Kael'thas being very hard for our guild, I think was correct. Like we, we, I felt like, I feel like we're a new guild going into phase two. I felt like we were our, in our infancy again. Like we had to relearn how to wipe. We had to relearn how to pull compared to our first week of <laughs> SSC and TK. We're like a, we're becoming like a well-oiled machine where we're mm -hmm. playing together. And that, that lady Vash, like requiring everyone to go get thornlings outside of raid. And that first guys, like, it it kind of like that first time we brought thornlings and the first like attempt we had with thornlings 25 thornlings got placed down and that was like which was unbelievable yeah. i was like wow like now everyone... somewhere in the middle of the room <laughs> somewhere like in yeah the yeah we didn't spots, yeah we didn't know what we were doing yet people put them down yeah <laughs> either way all 25 people That's took the saying. time out of their schedule to go and do that for the for the better of the group. Yeah. And that shit feels good. Even people who thought it was like very cheesy of a mechanic, which I, I totally agree. And there's a lot of things that I really don't like that's going on right now with some of these cheese mechanics. But the fact that we were able to get everyone coordinated like that, everyone worked really hard to get Vash down. KT was like, we're already here. Like we, we just need to learn it, do it, get it done. And that's how I feel like we did it. Uh, eight total pulls, not too bad at all. Um, but again, I mean, it, I think on our third poll, we got to phase five before. Like we, I, mm -hmm. I knew we were going to be able to do it. We were. Yeah, like, but I, I don't knew. think we would have done it that fast if we yeah. hadn't have focused Vash first. Yeah, Vashly. And I think uh, having done both now, I think I like Vash more. I think I like doing I Vash think, more. I think doing Vash more was more beneficial because you got more attempts. I think if we would have done KT first and Trash would have respawned uh, yeah. and different things yeah. like that, like we would have been so defeated and it's just such a long fight. Like I know Vash is a long fight too. It doesn't seem quite as long in as many phases it's and KT just felt like so defeating. It's because we lie. We all lie about how many phases KT has. I keep calling it phase five, but phase one is made up of four individual phases. Right. Each Lieutenant getting up, doing its thing, it dies, there's a 20 second wait for the next one, there's RP later, it's like, yo, <laughs> I'm can we just kill these bosses? That's that's something we should also point out to like people that are, are trying to do this, like, you don't need to blow cooldowns during that time, like, you don't need to like, 
like like maybe the first guy, but either way, if you're a caster blowing cooldowns, like you might just get like you might get focused and have to just move. Like you really just have to down those guys and save your umph for later. Like save your umph for when all four of them are up. Oh yeah, 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 you know? yeah, for sure. Um, because so, it really is like a slow fight. It doesn't matter. You just don't want anyone to die. Like it doesn't matter how quickly you do the weapons phase, as long as you have time to pick up the weapons. Like you just want to prevent as many issues as possible, so that you can have a hundred percent of people coming into that last phase. That's what matters the most. Yep, but felt good. Yeah, it it, it, it really does. We're ten to ten now. We're freaking ten out of ten. We weren't the fastest. But we were the best, <laughs> but we were the best around. Yeah, we were my, we were the fastest. We were my favorite. I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there, we're done. We're ton of Feels ten. Good. Woo! See you next tier. <laughs> yep. Let's <laughs> move into. <laughs> Time for the news. So in the news this this week, I told everybody we're gonna do TBC first and we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do season of mastery second. Well, there's no TBC news really at all. So we're going right into season of mas of mastery. And the first thing on the list is the changes they did to Molten Core. Now I'm gonna read these out. If you wanna, if you wanna chime in on them, go ahead. But if you don't want to, like, we'll we'll just talk about the changes. So, first boss Lusa Lucifron, instead of having uh, two uh, Flame Walker protectors, they have four now, which sounds like Cleave Heaven to me. <laughs> Can't wait to whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also at the same time, probably a lot more dispels needed, and that was always a problem in at least for our guild in uh, vanilla. So, see what happens with that. Magmadar now has two core hounds that spawn every every minute, and lava bomb is cast more frequently. So lava bomb was that like f like flame that would pop on you guys, like you'd have to move out of it. It was just a uh, AOE on the ground, but the core hounds are new. Like he's just spawning two core hounds every minute, and they're the same as the core hounds that you work up to to get to him. So if one of them dies first, it respawns. And I'm sure if you are anything like us, that sometimes happens. <laughs> <laughs> so on a boss, it seems like a lot to be coordinating. Yeah, it's it seemed like the majority of the people that did it would just have off off tanks gather them up and they would kill them after Magmadar dropped rather than trying to kill them during the encounter. So it was just an extra thing to uh you you know, to like get someone else to be doing a job during the kill. Yeah. Uh Gehennis is accompanied by four flame walk. Wait, no, hold on. Yeah, that's right. 
Oh, Gehedis. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. He's, it's been so he's long. accompanied by four flame blockers instead of two, and his reign of his rate of fire is cast more frequently. Gar now does a uh he'll he'll spawn Mag Magmakin will spawn on top of Gar, charge a random raid member, and then explode. It's like a What's little Magma. It's just it's just a, like an elemental guy. <laughs> it's like okay, Magma okay. Kin, like Kin of Magma. <laughs> um so yeah, like that's interesting. Uh Baron Baron Geddon actually looked really interesting. Now instead of living bomb on one player, it's on three. So <laughs> I've seen like a lot of raids pull him into Gar's room rather than fighting him in his in in his normal spot. Um also at the end of Living Bomb, whoever shoots it off leaves an inf an inferno patch on on the ground that stays. So you kind of have to spread those out, and your three people have to know which directions to run into. So that was kind of cool. Shazra is really interesting. So Shazra, every time he casts Blink, will leave behind an image of, Sh of Shazra. And I saw some wipes on this where there's like nine Shazra images that are just all spamming Arcane Explosion. And so any image that he leaves behind spams Arcane Explosion, and it's just uh, little nuts. Uh, Gola Mag, the core, the core Ranger pets, are now permanently buffed by Gola Man's Trust, increasing their physical damage and, uh, and attack speed. Gola Mag now casts Earthquake throughout the fight, whereas before it would only cast below 10% total health remaining. Now, I don't remember Earthquake. Did we just... Kill him so fast at ten percent that we never saw it because it was execute phase. I gotta be honest with you, I I think so. I've got no idea what that is. I know like, execute yeah, phase like... lasted so little time that I I could believe that we just never saw it. Yeah, that that, that I think that's probably right. Uh, soul Soul Fron, I think is pretty much the same, but. The uh, flame, the flamewalker priests all have a shared health, uh, uh, health pool. Now, can you actually go over this one yet? Because I never actually truly understood that fight throughout the entirety <laughs> of classic. Like sometimes I'd be told to take something, and like I literally was just clueless the it, whole time. So the problem is, is that he has four ads that all do insane heals. So at first, what we would do is pull one off and kill them one at a time. And it makes it really easy. That's like the safe way to do it. And then you kill Sulfuron. Super easy. They can't heal each other. You only need one guy kicking the ad that you're pulling away from everything else. Then when we got good, we held everything together. We assigned kicks to each of the four. And we just AoE'd everything down. Now the problem is, and then well, we AoE'd everything down. And then we would kill Sulfuron over the next minute, right? Because he'd be alone. Now we need to be kicking the Flamewalker priests the whole time. And, like, you'll still AoE, probably, but, like, you'll have to keep kicking them for, like, minutes now. And if they heal, it's going to be an insignificant heal. Um, it, it's going to be pretty nuts. But there are some other changes that they've done, too, which will make it even more nuts. You can't just stack them all together. <laughs> you have to spread them out because they're inspiring each other. <laughs> 
So a lot of these changes seem to be focused on multiple tanks. That's what this seems to be really about. You can no longer have a single tank on most of these fights. On most of these fights, it sounds like you probably won't even be able to have two tanks. Like, these require multiple people who are probably coordinating. It might open up the possibility of, like, maybe bears being used more often. Because it's like, on one fight, you might need two tanks. And on the next fight, you're going to need... (laughs) <laughs> you need six tanks or something who knows um but that seems to be what they're going for yeah and then major domo uh the flame walker elite now have a fireball volley spell so i mean does that really change much um i i guess just having to pay attention to which way you're facing or does he he might i don't know if he targets it's the Flamewalker elites that have the fireball volley now. So there is a Yeah, those minions. are like the those are the big dudes that we kill one at a time. So normally we sheep the casters and then we kill the elites one at a time. Uh, but now they just do a fireball. It might just be more raid damage during the fight, so it makes it harder. Yep. And then Rag. Now Rag's actually really cool because I think it's hilarious because some of the stuff that I listen to, people are like Rag's got a whole new phase. And I'm like, no, that was mm-hmm. in there. We just killed him too fast. It was in there. And we saw it in, in vanilla plenty of times. But Rag will force submerge at 50% per, percent health. And that's when the Sons of, of Flame come out. And they're just like fire elementals. And the whole raid kind of needs to collapse in to bring them all in. And that's, I just remember it always being really hard for, for melee because we'd have to run around that little, little um, what do you call it, like spiral. But that, that happens, and then, and then they don't have it here, but at 30%, he's supposed to spawn more Sons of, of Flame. It's not in here, but... That was definitely in there when I was watching people do it. Mm-hmm. Also, he has a 60-minute timer. So you have 60 minutes from when you first pull him to kill him, or it's sayonara until next week. Kind of similar to the uh, the Blackwing Lair thing on, uh, what's it called, the second boss that yeah. was in there um, in Vanilla that was not in there in Classic. So that's interesting. Like, I think it's really neat because I was watching some of the stuff and GMs were actually showing up in their robes and everything and re and and resetting bosses so people could do it over and then making small changes wow. to it during. And this and this this happened on multiple different like EU. I saw it happen on. NA, I saw it happen on even uh what's the Aussie servers? Um I forget what they're called. Argal. Yeah, Oceanic. but they're called Oceanic, Oceanic yep. <laughs> so yeah, they like GMs were actively making changes and having them do bosses over, which I thought was really cool. And it really shows that they're really trying to make something special here and something a little different and a little you got you got to give it they to them. Like, it. this is pretty cool. They they did what they had to do, which was like fundamentally change these bosses and almost like fundamentally change the way you approach a raid. Because like I said, these sound like you need tanks. And I don't mean like fury prot tanks. 
I mean, like, someone who can tank some of this stuff. Like, having to tank these guys that are yeah. inspiring each other harder than ever, and there's four that you need to tank. I mean, you're going to need to really change what you're doing here. Um, I guess my, my biggest takeaway from reading this, how would anybody clear for Molten Core without dying now? <laughs> I know. I'm I'm worried about Cargos's road to rag. Right? Uh, road yeah. to rag. I, I just uh, I think that's really I I really was think that's a really cool thing. I just don't see how it's even possible. So here's how it's possible: gear. you have to take a bunch of your alts that aren't hardcore and clear it. Everybody in the classic era, yeah, yeah, yeah. take them, <laughs> clear <laughs> it. Figure out all the nuances. They don't then... have time. This is yeah, just, but it's not in classic era. Yeah, like it's not. It's oh. only. It's only going to be in the. Good luck. Their rules are they can't be carried. Like that's something that lots of people are a little worried about with the way the uh, quote unquote Iron Man buff is set up. Is like you don't die, but then there'll be raids that are carrying people through rag, you know that, and they'll get the the title that they killed rag without dying, but they're being carried and people are really worried about that. It's probably going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, it, it fundamentally, I, I don't want to be this guy. I mean, you have to not wipe. Yeah. I mean, I, I both, you know, but yeah, you'd have to not wipe, but only if you have 39 people who aren't hardcore characters and one character who is, you just have to get that guy to not die. <laughs> yeah, and you basically would save DIs for yep. him. Like it, you, it, you could basically you make it that... so there was no way that he's gonna die on his road to rag. I thought there was gonna be like raids of hardcore players. That's that, no, but there that's player is for road to rag. Though. Yeah, that's player organized. There's no I'm just rules in that... the game that will prevent someone from oh, getting yeah, ahead. Yeah. That's the problem because, like in RuneScape, where the game is much more single player, if someone else helps you with something, you just don't get any loot. But with mm. World of Warcraft. Where in order to get this loot, it requires the help of other players. It starts getting a little bit weird. Where, yeah, that person might not have died, but if they're getting carried by a bunch of people who are allowed to die, it sort of doesn't have the same effect. But yeah, I'm yeah, sure I that's something. I feel like it has to be like a raid road to rag. Yeah, that's what they'll be doing. <laughs> but there's just it just it thinks there's no system in game where like yeah. you can prove that this raid had. <laughs> All these Fair. people in it. But that sounds really difficult. I love that the, the changes that they're implementing. It sounds really hard. Um, a lot of these boss fights sound more interesting than some of the boss fights that are in TBC. Uh, it, it just seems it seems hard. And I mean, I, I like think that they cool. went with the percentage. I like that they went with the percentage. I think they listened to us and heard <laughs> yeah, us say that that was, that was the... Uh, best move i think that's the only way to do it right to get everybody to hit all the mechanics i think you have to go percentage yeah a lot of these mechanics like, yeah a lot of these are actual mechanics that exist they just tune them up so you <laughs> have to deal yeah. with them as opposed and to I before think you just ignore health them made it longer and more annoying but making it percentage based on mechanics yeah. is actually and then cool. adding adding entirely new mechanics and these ads are yeah. going to change everything so that is pretty cool. Uh, and then there's some other yeah, season mastery cool. changes as well, too. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah. so this was another uh, idea of ours, but <laughs> basically they're increasing the, uh, the availability of Plague Bloom 
They're adding a chance for Black Lotus to drop from high-level herbalism nodes and increasing the availability of Elemental Fire, Elemental Earth, Elemental Water. I think this is really cool. I don't know how they're increasing the availability. Does that mean the mobs drop more or there's more mobs that'll drop the elementals? I would um, imagine the drop rate is higher. It could be, well, though. That just seems making the rich richer, though, if that's the way it is. It could be, though, that they increase the level range. So, like, the fairless water elementals that are higher level than the water elementals in Stranglethorn don't drop elemental water, but the ones that are lower level in Stranglethorn drop elemental water. So it might just be, mm. hey, we're going to increase which mobs can actually drop this. Um, but it, since it includes earth and fire, that makes me just think that it's just going to drop more often because I don't know what mobs like, I don't know what elemental earth mobs don't drop earth. There probably, maybe there are some, but I think the easiest thing to do would be increased drop rate, but you still run into the problem unless you're super layering. If bots are going to bot everything, then like if the economy still ends up controlled. This is just useful for getting, making sure everyone can make enough gear by the, by the tier because <laughs> yeah. everything's expedited. It would be cool, though, if the lower elementals dropped them more, though. Yeah. What I like about the herbalism stuff is that it added getting a black lotus as, like, a bonus from other herbs, but it didn't remove the black lotus from being there as well. So I think that that may solve a problem of black lotus being so unattainable to people because they're not going to farm every herb right because right now what we're seeing in classic tbc is that like terracone is the new black lotus right even though you need this other lotus to make it yeah, it doesn't everybody matter gets those yeah. right so i think it being a random drop is huge yeah it's huge but also because one no world buffs two the bosses are really hard people are gonna need to flask most likely like yeah. The the meta is probably gonna move over to flasking because that extra health or that extra damage is probably gonna make a enormous difference uh, as these come out and people are are struggling because people are gonna struggle. There were guilds that struggled with molten core the first time around. Even if we didn't, this is like untouchable to those guilds with some of these changes. You'll need to flask. Yeah, it should be. It, I mean, it should be pretty interesting, though. But I think that's definitely a good move in the right direction. Now, the next adjustments are pretty cool. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one by one. Yell out if you want to talk about it. But so basically, they're in. They're introducing a lot of things early. Like for instance, the dungeon set two, which is the the. Point the point five tier uh, gear like it's your dungeon gear that you were getting from Ubers and Elbers and all you know all all those different things like it's where you could upgrade those and that usually didn't come out until AQ which was just kind of silly at that ridiculous. point like yeah they're, yeah they're changing the stuff that when it came out we're all like what is the point of <laughs> so. The, so that's going to come out earlier, which is pretty cool. It changes like two or three of your five set to epics. It's 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 pretty cool. But on on top of that, they're opening Dire Mall day one. So Dire Mall is going to be day one open. That's huge for gearing going into Molten Core because 
We're talking about the hit ring from the end of Dire Maul North tribute run. We're talking about a lot of actually really uh, lots of stuff for tanks too. Some plate DPS gear, so you're not like you might have some value as a warrior having that extra armor in these harder raids. I mean, at, maybe not at like the highest level, but you just have so many different gearing options with Dire Maul. Yeah, it's huge. And then, so with them, uh, they're also going to in like change the drops in uh, in dungeons like BRD, Lower Black Rock Spire, Upper Black Rock Spire to include the uh, availability of items, librams, and totems that were uh, that were av- available later. They're also going to increase drop rates of things such as Hand of Justice in 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 black rock depths which if you spent the 87 or whatever kills that i did getting hand of justice like it kind of sounds pretty cool well it's the it's the same stuff that came later where hand of justice is going to move to emperor um right away i don't i don't know if that's no it is he says changes made in patch 1.1 with adjusted drop locations and drop rates it's definitely this is implementing the final oh, stage locations. So this yeah, is this is right. implementing the final stage of gearing that's out at the end of classic. You're going to be able to do it the whole time. So your dungeon set, the different gear that comes out later, like the librams, the dire mall gear. I think they're just launching all the gear that's possible, other than the raid gear, all at, all right away. I think they're just not going to have any like phase changes of gear like they did. And I think that's I think that's actually that's cool. It's like, smart because like come come on, like it was weird having yeah. gear. Like we they they were talking about not having gear changes by leaving like Savage Gladiator really overpowered and stuff like that. But then they still made gear changes anyway. Like we still went through phase locked gear. <laughs> like the the Librums and Totems were phase locked. The Dire Maul stuff is phase locked. And yeah, like the dungeon set. It was ridiculous how late it came out. It became worthless content just to kind of be interesting. And they're also going to change reputation vendors that have item drops in patches 1.6 through 1.11. They'll they'll be placed at the launch of Season of Mastery, with a few exceptions. Uh, one of them being like the ZG stuff from uh, Zandaliri ch- uh, uh, Tribe, and then also like the Titanic Leggings and Sage Blade will still be available in later patch, which. It's good because Titanic leggings at the start. Yeah, I mean, insane. I mean, it's still like the, you know, the onslaught girdle being available at the start. Like that's still pretty like OP. At least it's often an incredibly hard boss now. <laughs> you have to earn it really crazily. Uh, a another thing that's interesting to me is to facilitate the completion of your dungeon set two. The quest slides that launch the season of mastery. Basically, they're gonna turn on the Twilight Hammer camps in Silith in Silithus, uh, that can be used to summon the elemental temp uh, Templars and Dukes. And when I read this, like I thought to myself, you know, with the you know accelerated rate, why don't they just open up the war effort right off the bat so that people can be like so that a server could have it done before it even launches, and then the gates launch that day. They might have some. Other, I mean, that? they might have some other plans for AQ. If I had to take a guess, maybe they haven't. The, I, this seems like a really rushed job. Like 
I like all the boss changes, but as far as how quickly this is coming out, it would surprise me if they have really even thought about right. like BWL, AQ, Nax. No. They're probably like, we got to just like launch this and then we'll figure out as people are doing rag, we'll figure out what we're doing with like the war effort and stuff. Which That's is my scary. feeling. Yeah, I think but- they're trying to see how much interest there is, right? Like yeah. if 20 people play, they're not going to put a ton of effort into figuring out the war effort. I think it's going to be big. I think, like, I think, I think it's it, going to yes, be really big. I agree. I think it might be big, but at the same time, they're not going to put all their like money into developing this content if it's not big. Yeah, it feels like they were like, make it and ship it. Like, let's see what happens. Make it and ship it. Yeah. They're, they're actually, I mean, they're putting the real effort in, I think. Like, these are all good changes. And the whether did the bosses are good changes, but it definitely is like, it's coming out already. That's <laughs> uh. nuts to me. Dude. But. And then, like, even on top of that, the level 50 class quests that give you the different trinkets will be launched at the start of Season of Mastery. So, you know, level 50, you can go ahead and get your, 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 your class trinkets. Warsong Gulch, Arathi Basin, and Altric Valley will be available from the start. Good. That's freaking cool. And then the the world PvP objectives in Eastern Plaguelands will be enabled at the start of Finally, Season Best. Not enough people were talking about this. Like, <laughs> oh why God. did I have to wait for so long before I was allowed to PvP in Eastern Plaguelands? Best change ever. Um, now... Unfortunately, there for unfortunately for a lot of people that like the meme specs and you know they're meme specs in vanilla. They're not in later ex, in later expansions, but they are like we're talking about your Ret Paladin, your Boomkin, you know, you know specs of that nature. Smite spec says Kim. Even your you know Pally tank, like these are all meme specs, and they're not going to change that in season of mastery. Okay, so, but do you think some of the changes they're making with the bosses might change that? Not like, really. Do you not think that a AOE Paladin tank? Oh, because there's they something exist. they're missing. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. just don't. They just don't yeah, really fair. tank all right. really well. Like the talent I'm not changes, a tank, obviously, really, but. They do say that they did they did monitor molten core groups and the groups that stacked warriors and rogues did not do as well on the whole as the as the raids that you know spaced out the different you know the different classes better and I think there is a lot more like mechanics itself like actually is helping to make it hurts ranged melee. and things better. Yeah, it's basically the mechanics they're doing are hurting melee. They're getting TBC'd. More mechanics, the harder it is to play melee. Everything is a tank and spank in vanilla. You just sit there and hit them real hard. Yep. And then the PvP honor system, like, uh, you know what? I didn't even. So the PvP like, honor system is just sped up. The only thing that's different is that normally it takes 12 weeks of being rank 14 to hit rank 14. Now it'll take six weeks. And the crazy thing is that they're, they are they say they're just speeding up to match the rest of the content unlocks, which means fundamentally there's no PvP honor system change going on here. Yeah, and that's, that's, yeah. The, uh, uh, that's basically the same thing we covered yeah. last week. It's just interesting, like, 
I don't know. Like, it's interesting. You would think that they would maybe do something more here with how, like, crazy everything else is going. But I guess they don't want to necessarily make that gear available. That could be, like, a big balance shift that they don't want to mess yeah. with too much. I mean, yeah. I mean, just think about this, the Absorbs. Like, yeah. they are literally, you know, not replaceable until next. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, that's nuts. So... And if they give those to the melee, maybe the melee do jump back up. Uh, I I don't know. I just think that uh, the PvP system could definitely see some work in later seasons of Mastery or later seasons. All right, guys. Well, uh, that pretty much concludes the news. Do you think we have time to do... A little, yeah, I think we do. A little short no. discussion. No. no, save it for next week. How much do you we have? 20, how much do you have to say on it? I don't know. We've got twenty-one minutes. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> for the hard yeah, deadline. Like, <laughs> yeah, like go into the add-on of the week. <laughs> okay, let's move into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our add-on of the week. I'll read this one. Uh, so this time, wait, are we doing the one that got emailed in? I think, I, I think I th the emailed I think one so. seems cool. All right, so we got another email that we strategically say for the add-on of the week, which, by <laughs> the way, deliver us content whenever you like. Feel free to let us know what <laughs> add-ons you like to use. Uh, but Please. this add-on, hey, Bob, Melon, yep, love the show. Thank you so much for making Can it Can we talk week. about the order of that just real fast? Yeah, best for last. Here's a quick little <laughs> add-on. It's not game-changing like weak auras or TSM, but I am glad I downloaded it. It's called Mapline, and you can get it on Gride on Curse Forge, the premier spot to get your add-ons. <laughs> he, he doesn't say that. I'm adding that. Uh, and all it does is put a line to show where your character is facing when you open the world map. So you always have a straight line pointing wherever you're going. Even more useful with flying mounts and TBC. That is fair. It's so true. How many yeah, times are you like, am I heading the right way? And you have to move <laughs> to make sure. And you're like, oh, I'm not heading the you right like, way. Turn and like turn Or like... Like when I'm trying to like go to TK while I'm like in in the kitchen and I just want to like auto fly yeah, there. I'm like, you, oh, perfect. Suddenly you're right in the there. twisting nether. You're like you're hitting <laughs> yeah. Mars. You're like, where am I? <laughs> Dude, I do that so often. I'm like, yeah, I'm straight line there, and then all of a sudden I'm in like way off. Or yeah, that does sound very nice. Yeah, it's actually it's actually it's such a simple add on, but it, like. It's so good. It's, it's one it's, of those things that it's you the play auto run thing. Yeah, like if you play with it on, you're gonna be like, "This is just I don't know why this isn't in the game." <laughs> like, what a stupid, like what a simple little right, like why can't quality you tell me where of I'm life. Going? Yeah. Every time I go to SSC, even if I'm not AFK, like flag, I'm always readjusting four times until I can see that it's big perfect. graphic. Yeah, yeah. You know, like and so. I'm like it, it literally will help with that. So thank you so much for sending in your uh your add-on because we definitely need more. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Thank you very much. And uh I should add on that he does say for the horde at the end. Mm. 
Less thanks, or Ben. Or the horde. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I almost put I almost put energy into it. I'm not gonna do that. We yeah, we need a for the horde. <laughs> I don't for the horde. I feel that I rag on a lot, but I can't like go to the other side. <laughs> I'm a I'm a gnome that like jumps ship, like the only gnome on the horde. Yeah, for the horde. You're, yeah, you're a horde trader. Like what well, I'm sure there's one or two. <laughs> <laughs> there's gotta be, right? Uh. Oh, man. Well, there definitely are in BGs because, you know, you just have to wear um, you just have to wear a mask there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I used to wear masks. It's fine. True, yeah. true. We wear a mask true. every time we we talk to people, you know, are they <laughs> what kind of mask are you wearing today? <laughs> All right, guys, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. We love your emails. Like the story was really good this last week. Send more to us. It's WCRpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to join our Discord, we've had a couple more people join the dis- the Discord. That's mash.gg slash Discord. And you can find all of our shows there. Make sure to talk. Make sure to like click the roles at the start so that you see our actual channel. Because we've had a few people talking in general. And general is just all of the podcasts. So definitely make sure to choose the right role. That's mash.gg slash discord. How can you help the podcast? You can leave us ratings and reviews. You can do so on iTunes or you can do so on warcraftradio.com. You can also tell your friends and that is one of the best ways. So thank you guys, everybody who does that. We really appreciate it. Ryan, where can we find you? Hello, you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash pit or on Twitter at pit. Nice. And Mel, thank you for you know staying the entire time. You where are can we so find welcome. You? you almost lost me during the uh, classic uh, era talk, but <laughs> I, I stayed. It's not stayed classic away. era. It's season of mastery. Little... Okay. Can you guys get your terms straight for Jeez no, Louise? I can't. <laughs> Either way, I'm not going to play it. So, I mean, I appreciate it. I do, but I th- I think I am gonna play the hardcore. Like it just keeps looking more and more fun, and just with all the content creators doing it, it just sounds like a blast. Until yeah. I die, and then I'll I be have, like, "Forget I this have game." Trouble like staying awake for our podcast, so I don't think I have time to play this. So not Fair. for me, but uh, one one game at a time. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch, or please tag me. Or you can find me on game at Mel Arena. She's on the game, not in the game. She likes to be on the game. What's the hunter's name? On Mel Noame. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) All right. That's good. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me sometimes streaming on twitch.tv slash Bob. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Anybody who is in the chat, stay tuned. In 15 minutes, there's going to be an Apex Legends tournament. You should definitely check it out. Our boys at Dropping Spicy are always having a good time. And... If you're okay with profanity, you might like the show. Let's get out of here, guys. Bye. You're muted, Mel. Say bye. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> Mel, get matters. out of bed. I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 